You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. All right, Brian, it's uh, it's time for our, our favorite segment where we turn it over to our uh, dear listeners over on Twitter and let them start generating our topics let us take a break from all that and, and they get to basically interview us here for this segment uh for our twitter mailbag first question from jeff johnson does noah brown always look this good in oxnard or is this different i think it's funny you kind of referenced earlier he's yeah. team valley ranch can can the answer to this be yes to both he always does kind of show up in oxnard but it does look different this year i think i tell you what he's running some really good routes and you mentioned about Prince, you know, the receivers coach, there's some of these guys, you know, look at the defensive linemen, look at the improvement, uh, you know, when, since AD has taken over the defensive line, yeah, you know, look at, guys, guys have gotten better. Guys have gotten better up front. And maybe it's a situation where, you know, Noah Brown has, has taken to coach Prince and, you know, maybe there's some he, – he's latching on to some thoughts and it's out there helping him. But, yeah, Noah Brown traditionally is one of those guys that always looks really good in practice. And then you get in the game and you're kind of like, okay, Noah, make a play for me here. Oh, don't drop the ball, Noah, that kind of thing. So he, he's, he has put together a lot of really good days, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah and I, that's why I think you can say, yes, he does always yeah. look good hard but yes it does look different it does it look does. like more consistent it looks like he's better and winning in ways that he hasn't totally won in the past uh next question here from chris c he said i heard a lot of pre-camp noise about farniok challenging tyler biotish any evidence of that so far in camp i don't know about you brought us the answer for me is a definitive no i'm yeah. kind of disappointed in matt farniok since he got here to camp yeah. the reps that i've seen from at guard uh when, he, when he's gotten in some work there he's he's you know, shown up a lot in bad ways. You see him kind of yeah. is uh, you see him turned around chasing somebody into the backfield. Uh, but yeah, I, I don't think that Matt Farniok is challenging Tyler Biotis very much. And I think the the Cowboys felt like they had a legitimate challenger to Tyler Biotis. I don't know that Biotis would be starting, but it's one of those things where we're just like, uh, this is the best we got, so we're going to roll with this. I've noticed Braylon Jones. You know, the you know the you know he's in his first year. I mean he's a veteran guy, but only one year of service out of Houston. I've noticed Braylon Jones more than I've noticed Farniok playing, playing center and good or bad. You know, I mean, it's, I, I just have not noticed much of, 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 of Farniok, you know, doing anything that just caught my eye at all. No, when I notice him, like I said, it usually is. I notice him like, I was like, who just got beat there? And I see his number in his chest yeah chasing somebody so that's not been great uh we also did notice as we mentioned the other day he got some fullback work in Mm -hmm. um which 
may speak to the fact that they actually do like him a little bit in a weird way is the fact that they had him in there as a fullback because they feel like, okay, well, he'll be one of our backup offensive linemen and maybe we'll also use him in this fullback role. Uh, but yeah, I've been a little disappointed in Matt Farniak. I was excited about him, thought that he could, uh, you know, I didn't think he'd, he'd legitimately challenge, but I thought there was at least, hey, this is somebody you might be able to groom a little bit to become a legitimate NFL offensive lineman, which maybe you still can. It just hasn't looked like it so far. Yeah. Uh, next question here from Bobby McKay. And Brian, I think you've addressed this a little bit already, but let's see what your confidence meter is. Uh, Bobby says, can Steele be trusted to start? He looked very shaky in team drills on Saturday. Is that a Parsons issue or should we be concerned? And I guess that's a good way to tackle it is, should some of this be viewed through the lens of he is blocking Micah Parsons on a considerable number of snaps? And that's a difficult thing to do. Parsons is a badass if you had known known by now. But, yeah, uh, no, that's – and like I said, the good ones figure it out. The good ones will figure out how to rush him. The good ones will not let him win one-on-one. You know, you play with power, he struggles. You play with uh, athletic ability to the edge, he's athletic enough to wash you by or push you by the quarterback. Where he's at his absolute worst is having to put the anchor down and stop somebody at that point of attack and sit down on somebody. So, yeah, I mean, Micah Parsons will make you look bad. Absolutely he will. But you know what? I mean, it, it's – I just worry. I just worry about the – you know, the, the tackles, I've said this a bunch, have always are always responsible for the width of the pocket, you know. The guards, the centers are responsible for the depth of the pocket. But if the width of the pocket is getting compromised by players in the quarterback's lap, that's going to be a problem. Question here from at powder underscore blues. Uh, what Ranger would be- fan, I guess. Yeah, it, it's a it's a Dodgers fan. Oh, it's a Dodgers fan. They have coat facts. I oh, assume powder blues. Yeah, they have I coat. The, I was thinking the Rangers. You know those uniforms they wear on Sunday. Well, I mean, it's coat facts. So it's Koufax, so I'd assume that's a Sandy Koufax. That's Sandy Koufax there, yeah. Uh, the question is, what would be the plan at swing tackle if Josh Ball's struggles continue? I don't know that, that they have a plan. It felt kind of – you remember after the draft, Jerry Jones seemed to kind of suggest, like, look, we've invested now in two guys here, Ball and Willetsko, to be swing tackles, and that just needs to be proven right. And if it's not proven right, fine, but we've spent the capital. It's their time. I hate to say this, but I have a feeling that Tyler Smith would be your swing tackle. If You're something, on the right ha- side? yeah, I think if something happens to one of these offensive tackles, you got to go with your best five. And if your best five is, if your best five, I and mean, we'll, we'll see. I mean, we'll see if something happens to Smith. If something happens to Tyron Smith, who's going to play tackle? Tyler Smith, probably right. Probably yeah. will be Ball or one of those guys. Yeah. You know, they. They can't afford to play with ball and and steel. I mean, they just, you just can't. You couldn't do that. So I think Tyler Smith, if something were to happen to one of these tackles, right or left, we could we could very well see Tyler Smith jump in there. Question from Hitstick. He says, is this the year? And I think this is an interesting question. Is this the year CJ Goodwin isn't safe because they want to keep a Turpin type? Like, does Bones uh, on the special roster spot? Yeah, Turpin's already on this team. I right, mean, right. So because Turpin's on the team, though, do you think that hurts the numbers enough that no, they are? Because Bones, Bones Fossil will get five guys. Bones Fossil will get five guys. 
He'll have his punter, his kicker, his snapper. He'll have Turpin, and he'll have one more guy. That could be that could be Goodwin or whoever the defensive. That be Deshaun Wright. I think Deshaun Wright's playing well enough to be considered. Deshaun Wright's playing better than Kelvin Joseph right now. Yes, Kelvin Joseph. Out of all the corners, I think we felt like could be on this team. Trayvon Diggs, mm-hmm. Anthony Brown, Jordan Lewis, Nashawn Wright, Kelvin Joseph, and Deron Bland. I think Kelvin Joseph has been the worst corner of the six I, out here. I, at least through the first several practices, the two weeks of practice, yeah, I'd agree with you on that. Which is concerning. Uh, question here from Jesse Griffin. Do you think it's possible the Cowboys can re-sign Tony Pollard on a team-friendly deal? Sounds as if Stephen Jones all but admitted Zeke will be gone. Um I'm not certain. I talked about this with our friends Kelsey Charles and Megan Murray the other day. I'm not convinced this isn't the last year for Pollard and Ezekiel Elliott. I agree. I think the Cowboys, after the Ezekiel Elliott deal, I think some things you hear them talk about. I don't think this is a second contract running back team anymore. Nope. I think you're right about that. I team friendly deal. And, and does he want to sign if after the way that they've used him? And again, Jerry Jones, if you listen to our interview on 1053 The Fan, I used the word wasted Pollard's career basically yeah i said the word wasted jerry jones didn't appreciate my use of the I word wasted so no i why would tony pollard sign here unless he had nowhere else to go i i, I don't could they entertain bringing him back on a deal given they have used him so little though that they may feel like sure, well, sure they could but if tony pollard gets even uh it gets the same or a little bit more why stay you know i mean yeah, i mean what he, I would imagine a Pollard would be very attractive to a guy like Sean McVay or Kyle Shanahan. Sure. Like, oh, we can do the things we can do yeah. with that guy. Absolutely, sure. bring him in. Sure. Uh, next question for you here. Uh, this one from our, our buddy who asked a question last week at I Got Soul. Last year, uh, Leighton Vanderash played generally well down the stretch, but also dealt with a combination of injuries and generally being out of shape physically. How does he look this year physically, and how has his overall play been in camp? I think this is the best he's looked in training camp. Yeah, I mean, it's like there's no pressure on him to have to do anything. You know, it's like it's really legitimate. You've got you got guys on defense. You got those guys up front. You've got the guys on the edge. You got the guy. You got Parsons. You got Curse. Late Vanderesh doesn't have to be the stud on defense, and he's played. I think I think Late Vanderesh has been one of the better players they've had on defense. Yeah, Absolutely. and I think he, I think I think he's seen everything faster too. It looks yeah. like he's he's able to diagnose and and attack faster than yeah. he had in years past, and so I think that that's something that's that's pretty impressive for him. Uh, next question from uh, Legend of Bobby ninety one. He says, "Would you let Garibay handle all the kicks in the first preseason game?" I, I don't know that that's necessarily a bad idea. I mean, I think they kind of know what they have in Hirelahu at this point, and that they know he'll be steady no, but no, no you're not gonna let him do it no switch him off yeah if you're gonna let one guy kick if you're gonna let one guy kick at altitude and not the other guy i i don't know i know switch him switch him that's the great thing about it have it as a competition that's what i would do you get one guy gets the first half the other guy gets the second half or alternate every uh every kick but, the, but the, the altitude helps the the distance more than any. Yeah, path. it does. It helps the distance. It absolutely so, does. Knowing Garibay's already got the power, and yeah. you know Hirelahu's accurate. Why get why get a 
I guess, an inflated sense of Hyrulah, who's leg power, and instead just let Garibay get in the kicks to see if he's accurate. This this question seems like a Garibay fan. This must be a Texas Tech fan. I don't know. Let me see. Let's look. Let's see if he says Texas Texas. It does not. It just says yeah. map fan for life. Okay. But I mean, it's a fair question. No, I alternate. I This has been a competition. You got three games. Give them all three games and just alternate it, and whoever, whoever looks the best – by the time I and Brad make the final call in Seattle, take that as your kicker, or don't take either one of the guys. Go out and get the somebody else from out there. You know. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or twenty-four-seven in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Uh, next question from, I, I love this handle, at I be on it all days. Says, yeah. what are the chances that Dennis Houston makes this team? Do you think he's pretty much locked in at this point with how much they seem to like him? Yeah, I mean, again, but don't go out there and pee down your leg, you know, when we get to these preseason games. They're giving him a lot of looks, a lot of reps. But, you know, there's been some others that have shown up a little bit better than him. I think they want him. I think they want him to have success. I think they're trying to. Hey, let's be honest. Their players cut themselves in a lot of ways. And, you know, you go out there and you practice and you're just okay in practice. I mean, he gets a lot of work. But if he goes out there in those three preseason games and doesn't do anything – He's not guaranteed a spot on my team. There's nothing I'm. There's nothing I'm saying about that at all. It was, it was really interesting. Ceedee Lamb did an interview with uh, our buddies, our, our our teammates over at 105 through the fan, the KNC masterpiece, and they asked him which of the other receivers had stood out at practice, and he mentioned Houston, and he said that his releases are insane. Have you? I have not noticed his releases. <laughs> I mean, like, may uh, like I he mean, he funny. He's kind of a funny runner when I mean when he gets upfield. It's like it's it's not really. It didn't look smooth to me. It just it reminds it, it reminds me a little of um almost kind of like Jameel Showers. Yeah, you know how it's like almost a player every where it's like the, yeah. the staff and the teams talking about how great they're and it's like I don't who how and Showers yeah. was a guy like that pretty consistently and that one always caught me off guard. So. Uh, I think Dennis Houston is on just because they all seem to be in love with him, and uh, you know, no disrespect. Hey, to he's got he's got these games, these practices. He, he's got, he needs, he's got to show more than he has for me. He's got, he's got plenty of sponsors though. Sponsors thing. Uh, next question from Garrett Jeffcoat: Do you think Cavante Turpin will be used more than just special teams? Seems like they might put him in a slot role as well from the Port Seven Sure. I gotta sure. say, early on we talked about how. He was special teams, pretty much all the offensive secondary. That's what Mike McCarthy said. But it sure seems like they've liked what they've seen in practice and are increasing some of his opportunities in the offense. Absolutely. I, th- this kid is – he's proven that, you know, he's going to make plays in the preseason games. So, again, Will McClay's talked about him being a returner first, receiver next, kind of like things kind of balancing out for him a little bit. I, I wouldn't be surprised they continue to use him. You know, he's figured some things out. Last question here from Todd. He says, who do you think will be the best interior pass rusher this year? And do you think it's an underrated, do you think it's underrated as a defensive quality? I think it's the number one thing that frustrates the pocket passers. 
uh, like Brady. I mean, it's it's kind of like you were saying that the edges determine the the width of the pocket, and and the guards will determine the depth of the pocket. And so, uh, yeah, if the interior defensive lineman can can penetrate, that disrupts uh, quite a bit. I, I think it's a slam dunk. The best interior interior defensive pass rusher has been Oso Digizua. No question. He no question. He he sh- he shows up more than any other pass rusher. And and I say Tristan Hill's done a pretty good job too as an interior rusher and being around the ball and stuff like that. So, but by far Osa's got my my vote right now. Him and Gallimore playing the one and the three. I I really do like them. I, I like that combination. We've got a uh, a couple more practices this week. I will be heading home on Wednesday night, but uh, we'll be back with you guys again on Wednesday morning. Brian, uh, uh, biggest thing you want to see out here at camp this week? Yeah, Bob, I hope you keep be my eyes for all of us. And just keep an eye. Are we going to start to see this thing? We've now had all these practices. Now we're getting ready for a game. I'm interested to see if they go just solidly what happens at left guard. I'm interested to see, again, maybe a little bit more of the rotation at wide receiver. Just keep an eye on those two spots. Left guard, see if it's if it's all Smith and then McGovern a little bit here and there, or are they still rotating? And I'm interested to see which one of these receivers, Noah Brown's done a great job of making plays. Who else is going to step up this week and make some more plays as well? We'll be keeping an eye on it and uh, talk to you all. Watch again. the kickers, though, too. That, that, I'm sure you'll you'll hear all about that on Twitter, regardless oh. if I watch it or not. Yeah. But we'll talk to you guys again on Wednesday.